Welcome to The Tailored Quill. I'm Taylor Wilkins, and I hope you enjoy today's perspective. Hey everybody, welcome back. Last week, in last week's episode, I covered the wild physical and emotional and psychological experience that occurs when you change jobs. Right now, and everybody's changing jobs or looking for new jobs or at least considering changing jobs. And it's just a wild ride. A lot of people are thinking and get stuck in that thought of the grass is greener on the other side. So you're so excited about getting to this new job or starting a new job or just having a new job because we love novelty. Human beings love new, whatever's new and different, shiny object syndrome, whatever it is, casts a negative, more negative light on what's already going on. In this case, your current job or your old job. Now, a lot of people really don't like their current job or old job. They're suddenly realizing all the things that aren't healthy about it or that they're waking up and dreading going to work. And so this, there's this desperation and there's this urgency about the possibility of getting a new job that increases excitement but also blinds a lot of what's going on for you emotionally and psychologically while you are just being run ragged or you're just so anxious and overwhelmed by your current job. So we cover over a lot of the negative while we're daydreaming about the positive. And unfortunately, as I mentioned last week, and if you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen last week. I share a three-part, three-step framework for how to make sure you're happy and healthy when you're transitioning jobs, how to take care of yourself mentally and very intentionally how to prepare for the next job so that you're as confident and empowered and fulfilled as possible from day one. But today, I really want to actually return to the pain and the danger of switching jobs, the physical and emotional danger that that proposes. Because when we change jobs and we're stuck in that mindset of grass is greener, I'm so excited, we get into this belief system that as soon as we start the new job, or rather as soon as we quit the old job and get ready to start the new job, no matter how much time is in between, we think that that black and white shift is going to solve all of our problems. All of our stress is going to disappear. All of our overwhelm is going to disappear. We're going to feel so much healthier and happier automatically. It's almost like, it's like we think it's a, a hard reset of a computer, right? That all the energy that was built up from your last job, you suddenly hit the reset button or the restart button and boom, it's gone. That energy is then transformed and just immediately within a, a minute switches and is more positive. There's an update <laughs> to the computer and things are starting better. Things are working better. So we think it's this very black and white, immediate, but also total energy shift where we're going to feel completely better and everything's going to be different. But that's not the case. Unfortunately, that's not how our bodies work. And so what, in, what really happens, and what I'll do is as you just use an example of someone who quit a job and has a week between their old job and starting their new one. So the, the week is the transition period. What happens is if you really dislike your old job 
and you have for a long time and you've been looking for a new job, you get up in the morning and you're just really not excited or you're or to the extreme, you're dreading going to work. You hate it so much. It's so unhealthy. It means that you've been harboring a massive amount of negative energy for a long time and you've had to suppress that negative energy or at least just keep it bottled somewhere in order to still do your job. You're still going to your old job, you just hate it. And so, so many of us just have to keep that suppressed in order to just get through the job, get through the day, do the job and not get fired while you're looking for another job, right? And so what happens then is when you finally get out of that job, your body crashes. The fact that you don't have to get up and go to the same job the next day, your body just crashes. It's a form of relief because it doesn't need to amp itself up to this level of really negative energy, but your body crashes, which means there's no defense for all of that negative energy that you had been suppressing. You see, there's no gate keeping it back. There's no dam holding back the flood. And so unfortunately what happens is your body crashes, all that negative energy just gets released and swirled up and it really doesn't feel good. It can be really painful. Your body can feel tense, you can feel sick, you can just you cannot sleep well. You might feel really sick even after you sleep in for a long time and just take a few days off. And so what happens is when we are depleted like that, when our bodies crash and we don't really have the defenses and or the energy to either manage or do something with or keep all that negative energy at bay, our brain tries to take over because it feels like our body is under threat of some kind. Something's going, something's wrong. The energy is all over the place. And so our mind tries to take over because our mind sees, oh gosh, something's going on with the body. How do I fix this? And then so the mind tries to understand what's going on. The mind tries to make sense of it. And unfortunately, this is why we come up with a lot of negative self-talk and we get really hard on ourselves when things are going wrong or when things are going badly because our brain is trying to just come up with any explanation why things are negative, why things are uncomfortable. So even if they aren't true, our brain will come up with reasons and come up with beliefs and ideas to explain the negative energy. And so this is why in this example, in this week time, weeks time between jobs, someone like any of us could fall into a bit of depression because our, our brain is coming up with all these negative ideas and all of the negative energy that's suddenly now op open to the public in your body with no defenses, you're gonna start feeling really negative emotions such as sadness. A lot of times when we are depleted of energy, we get cranky, right? That's just sadness. And so we'll feel sadness, we'll feel down, we'll feel lethargic, we won't we'll feel like we have no energy. And if we have no energy, we might feel lazy. And if we're lazy, we don't get anything done in the week off that we have. And then we overthink it. And then we're pissed off at ourselves that we're spending time not getting fun things done or not doing things that are rejuvenating. But worst of all, 
we feel really badly that we're not feeling good. Remember, this started off with the belief that as soon as I'm done my new job, or I'm done my old job, I'm going to feel better. It's a classic if-then, black or white, conditional situation, but it's a belief, and it's a false belief. And so you're then really hard on yourself because you're surprised and confused and probably frustrated that you're not feeling better now that the new old job is done, finally. And if you're not feeling better about that, then you really aren't going to feel excited and clear about your new job. And so this is very natural, first of all. We all go through it, but we still just don't catch ourselves. A lot of people don't know that this is the way that it happens. And worse, a lot of people don't know that they're stuck in that belief, that un- unintentionally stuck in that belief that as soon as they're out of one job and on to another, everything's going to click and totally be fine. But energy doesn't work like that. So this dynamic... You know, it's so painfully common. This dynamic is actually very similar to a clinical psychology phenomenon in which people feel a period or people experience a period of chronic stress or anxiety. And actually, I'll give you I'll give you a very real example on the clinical side of things. I had a client once who had gone through a, a rocky relationship. And part of it was really unhealthy, but there were certain things that came up that made of made it really made the stress and the tension in the relationship really really acute, really extreme for a short period of time. For I mean, relatively, so it was a matter of six months. I think that it was just really intense. So he endured six months of very continuous chronic stress and anxiety. He lost sleep wasn't able to work out very much. He, his relationships, his other relationships were impacted just because he felt like he had no energy to socialize or go out. He was always constantly worried about what was going on between him and his partner. And so his body was collecting all of this negative energy and very unhealthy energy. And then he and his partner chose to separate And at that moment, he felt a little relief, just like any of us would when we quit our job. But all of a sudden, he crashed. His defenses were down. All of that negative energy came up and just just completely overwhelmed him, just completely whitewashed him, just flattened him. And what ended up happening was because there was just so much that had been collecting in him over the six months that he had been suppressing... He just became so overwhelmed that he de- that he sw- like f- fell deeply into a state of depression. And this is a very common clinical phenomenon where you go through a period of really heightened stress, and like so, your body is super stimulated, overly stimulated, and overwhelmed. And then whatever that stressor is is taken away, and then you fall to a proportionately intense depression. Now, biologically speaking, this is actually something this is actually something positive. Your body, it's in a state of recovery when it's completely crashing like that. Even though clinically it's diagnosed as depression, it's your body just trying to recalibrate. So the intensity of the stress 
is proportional to the intensity of the depression that's going to come. This is why those who have unfortunately experienced um, in very severe and intense forms of trauma in their childhood, that proportion of intensity of the emotional experience, both physically and emotionally, is why they have such severe depression and anxiety issues later on in childhood or into adulthood. So it's all proportional. Now, what this means, though, is that if you are in that state of quote-unquote recovery, which we call depression, you need time to be patient and allow that to run its course. A lot of people panic and re-increase their anxiety because they're scared of the depression. They're not letting themselves recover, even though depression is incredibly uncomfortable and painful and weird and it separates you from your daily life, like what you're used to. It's critically important to let it run its course in this kind of situation when it's caused by a very acute and knowable stressor. So looping this back around to your career, this is the exact energy flow that occurs when you get when you quit a job and you start a new one. So if you are one of the many, many people right now who are trying to change jobs, one, you have to be aware of the fact that your brain is naturally inclined to get excited about or think that you're going to feel completely better the day you quit your job. So just know that that's natural. Our mind is trying to f scrape for something positive while you've been stressing at your old job or in pain and <laughs> dreading your old job. But number two is you must be aware and you must expect the energy crash. It might, you might feel good for a day, but then your energy is going to completely crash. And when it does and your defenses are down, that's when just all the stuff is going to come back up. All the negative stress, all the hooks, all the frustrations, all the anger you've been, you've been bottling up, that's all going to be there. And this is when you have to listen to last week's episode to know exactly what to do with that. But the point I want to really drill home with you is that no matter how much time you have in between jobs, this is the natural flow that your body and your mind are going to go through. Just like those who experience stress and then the stress goes away and then they feel a, a period of depression that's proportional to the severity of the stress. So for you, the severity of your crash after you quit your job is going to be proportional to the severity of the stressors or the anger or the overwhelm. And that's why you need to be patient with yourself. You need to give yourself ample time, as many weeks as you can or can afford to in between jobs to go through my process from last week's episode and actually untangle all that negative stuff, get all that negative stuff out in an intentional and healthy way, and then shift your mindset to start intentionally thinking about the new job. Because as much as we don't think changing jobs could cause depression, your body and mind go through the exact same flow, you go through the exact same kind of stress, 
your body's stress response is the same no matter what the stressor is. Which means that when that stress is gone, your body's going to need to recover for a certain period of time. So even though it sounds dramatic, make sure you plan all of this in advance of the time that you quit your job and start a new job. This is all so that when you start the new job, you're not only, you have not only let go of the negativity of the last job, but you are so much more strong and aware and planful and thoughtful and empowered as you go into your new job. Hey everyone, Taylor here. Thank you so much again for clicking and listening along today. As a reminder, if anything from this episode resonated deeply with you or relates to any stress or pain you might be experiencing, head to my website, the link is in the show notes, and contact me for a free full-length coaching session. Not only will we gain an enormous amount of clarity on what you're experiencing or what you're hoping to experience, but also we'll give you a strategy, like a first step, first little step that you can take that's going to make a huge difference to relieve your stress and your overwhelm and your confusion. So if you're interested in that and what we talked about in these episodes resonates with you, please go ahead and contact me to schedule your free session. In the meantime, take care, be kind to yourself, and I'll talk to you soon.